a new episode i think this might be the final episode for the month i'm not sure yet but <laughs> i'm definitely working towards getting some people on so that we can talk about things we all care about anyway um stay tuned this new episode is about love I've learned a lot and I want to share with you all. So stay tuned. Love, love, love. <laughs> Today's episode is inspired by what the center of my universe is, which is love. But anyway, it is like Valentine's month. I didn't do a series for Valentine, but I wanted to just talk about like love. It may not necessarily be only about romantic relationships, but there is that. So, let's get to it. <laughs> anyway, so a friend asked me the other day that, um, have I ever felt this way about somebody? We were talking about a particular person. And that question kind of like made me pause. Because, I mean... The, I, I know that there's a big difference between maybe people I have dated in the past and even like people I connected with last year. <laughs> anyway, the connection. <laughs> Take it away. But um, that question made me just think about different things. I know that I have changed so much. I have healed a lot about myself. Even watching this old video of Rihanna where she was talking about she wanted um, a man that can um, value her, something, something. And then she mentioned something about her seeing her own worth, which will make the person see that too. Which I could relate to it because when I answered my friend, I'm like, okay, I know that. I've definitely had intense feelings for people before, but I don't think I have ever been this intentional yet. Let me put it that way. And then it's like he's like, oh, so you worked in yourself. That's like I said, yes, that's what I'm saying. Because I don't know, it's different because there's more awareness. There's you not like there's sorry. There's me not just leaning on the feeling of liking somebody or having intense feelings for someone. I've said that before. I, I actually even tweeted about it that, I mean, I've had intense feelings for people before, but this is more intentional. Me understanding, me having to have healed and being vulnerable, being intentional about opening up to expressing love yep <laughs> basically so that was my ask that was my question for that i don't know if you ask me yet the things i have learned about love huh, there's a lot but that the journey for that took me um through the path of unlearning a lot of unhealthy love practices when i mean love practices you know when people talk about they love somebody that's why they do certain things i had to go back and 
hear a lot of things because I've written this in the blog or um, on the, I've said it on, on an episode before that for me, before, when I think about love, it was synonymous to pain to me because that is what I grew up seeing. A lot of women or people you like yeah, women in your family or even men you see how they suffer so much because they're in a relationship you suffer emotionally there might be physical um, suffering on your end but this is mine I'm saying that you see how they have to shrink themselves do things that are not in their nature just to prove that they love somebody so for me that journey listen to things that i have learned about love it took me back to uh, first of all on learning on healthy love practices or beliefs that i had which was love equals pain i understood that i think that's even part of growing up when you grow up you know that people's actions are a reflection of who they are not you basically so that's one of the things that this journey to love I, like if you ask me i'll say like the whole journey back to yourself that's the, when we say return to innocence i think it leads you back to love which is for me i keep saying it, it's the center of my universe and i mean it uh, my friend she's the same person because he teaches me that i know how to love and i'm like hmm when he says that, I kind of like agree, but for me, I think when I look at it, it's more of the things that I wish I had as a child or a teen. That was my love language that I feel in some so many areas I did not get. So for me, Johnny, going back to like healing and all has number one, Help me unlearn unhealthy love beliefs. Two, understand that my actions are based on who I am being. So basically, if I'm loving somebody, that's going to be the reflection of myself, <laughs> of how I love myself and how I want to be loved, basically. But also, how I love to be loved is not black and white. There's also a gray area for me which allows for learning. I remember tweeting, I, maybe I read my tweets out. I remember tweeting about that and saying that for me, love is not only showing what you feel, yeah, or displaying how you love this person. I think it's also about learning. Yes, learning compassion, kindness, and how to love, not just your own way, but had to meet people halfway with a lot of compassion yeah i said that was that was also one of the things i mentioned that i know that i wasn't this compassionate before i can think of scenarios that maybe my past partners i should have been more compassionate towards them but i mean we're all growing up and we didn't know so let's say just now we know better so journey back to love this whole love healing journey has Help me unlearn unhealthy love practices, 
Um, recognize, instead of actions, I'll say, I'll call it recognizing my responsibility in this whole thing. Yeah, basically, I'm taking responsibility for my healing and how I want to, how I'm trying, I'm looking for the perfect word for that, but there's no perfect word. But I'll say, how I want to, yeah, how I want to express love towards people and myself. So for me, I am filled with a lot of softness. <laughs> yes, I'm going to say that because I think I grew up around a lot of unkindness, which was their love practice or their love expression. Let's do that way. And I am not a fan of tough love, especially if the tough love is maxed as is this tough love not meanness when they're being mean. I am not. Don't use that language. Don't speak to me in that way. Don't use that language towards me. Um, I'm not a fan of tough love. I feel love and compassion will do a lot. Tough love in the essence of people being abusive. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Because I've had different experiences with this. I think I talked about it, about having confidence. Where the first time I ever lost weight was very abusive and I know that it was my it was my mom I know that she was doing that out of their way of expressing love but it was very abusive it took me a while even today it took it like it's taking a lot of healing for me to actually work out and not be mean to myself yeah because I have forgiven a lot and try to um, have counter thoughts that can help me with that. I talked about counter thoughts in the previous episode. So if you missed that, please go back and listen. Counter thoughts for me, I think I learned it from Lily Singh's book. It, were, it is basically maybe you're trying to change the way you speak to yourself. If you're someone that is always mean to themselves, your counter thoughts are the thoughts you in your head to combat that because as humans we learn through practice and repetition so by using counter thoughts I was able to come out of that mindset basically so this journey back to love has really taught me a lot especially when it comes to compassion um sometimes (laughs) even like sometimes Someone might do something to me, and although I might get pissed, or there sometimes I might get pissed, but I know that usually when I'm not being compassionate or present. But eventually, when I, sorry, when I calm down and accept and feel it, basically, I always go back to compassion that basically they are doing the best they can. I'm not saying there's no room for improvement. I've talked about this too. But it's like meeting people where they are. So <laughs> there's so many things. I mean, I've, apart from maybe I grew up, uh, yeah, I grew up around a lot of unkindness. So for me, that's a, that is like a major thing that I wouldn't like to repeat. That is the why of my healing journey. Is There's so many things I experienced that I never, ever want to repeat. And then <laughs> I had relationships with people that made me hate myself. I'm saying that, yes. 
2015, I was very sure I hated myself for so many things. For allowing, I think when I got through the anger I was feeling for myself, it wasn't about, they had done, you see, uh there's something that people's therapists say or psychologists say about kids, that kids, when they are being criticized by their parents or being abused, they don't hate their parents. We end up hating ourselves. So I think I carried that onto <laughs> all the relationships I was in and how I'm not saying I'm I was perfect or I wasn't all time sometimes, but I experienced a lot that made me hate myself, how they broke up with it could be how they broke up with me how they spoke to me like i think i've had different versions of this whole i'm do you know like i'm very grateful for all those experiences you have no idea not because i i didn't deserve that happening to me do better <laughs> i didn't deserve people trying to gaslight me or manipulating me making me think i'm always overreacting or i'm crazy i didn't deserve somebody speaking disrespectfully to me in front of people just to show that oh yeah he has me as his fans all the time i mean we were young but that's not a way to treat people and i hope that whoever is listening to this if you ever find yourself either being the bully or uh an abusive person i'm sure like on my own i have been an abusive person to myself or even to other people I think that we should take time to reflect, forgive, and do better. We need to do better. So I had data people that like it was, <laughs> it was a time that I was hmm, I like this person that maybe I might be talking and then he says shut up in front of everybody. I don't know. I hmm, and I think about it now. Yeah, I'm not going to go back and change anything. No, but I hope whatever child that passes through me would never let that happen to herself yes i hope that i am able to not break my child's confidence or show them things that are not okay for people to do to them so it's that it was so many things and i noticed from those relationships I had picked up trauma responses. There was there's something that I noticed that I used to do first. <laughs> Let me mention them. <laughs> it's all part of the conversation. I had like one where I constantly, I'm always looking at your face because I think facial expressions don't lie. And that is because I had like an ex that the way he looked at me, <laughs> God. Do you know, like, I can never forget that. I don't, I wish, yeah, most of our trauma experiences that we have, we could erase it, but hmm, the way he looked at me, I'm saying that I experienced a lot of things that made me hate myself, basically. <laughs> but anyway, we're healing. So that I feel like people can say one thing, but their facial expressions don't lie. Uh, the one that never posted me or stored my name right on his phone 
always hiding that we were, you know, there's a difference between being private and you being a secret. Always hiding that we were dating, you know, when that relationship, when you start in the beginning, it's cool. Then eventually people get comfortable and start being shady, that shitty behavior. And even the very first one that I said that spoke to me anyhow, <laughs> these are like trauma responses you pick up. I wonder why that was, like when I think about why that was okay for me to do, and there's something else that I, I noticed I picked up. Maybe there's something people, like it's something that even society has tried to picture women as when someone called me a distraction i embodied that and that is like a very sad place to be it's okay for if anybody says you're a distraction please pick your bag your shits your presence and get the fuck out of there don't continue whatever it is with that person let them move on basically because when that person called me that, I related back to when I I invited a guy to the house. He was my neighbor, basically. Where he had a crush on me. I had a crush on him too. We we're friends. When I invited back to my house, my mom was pissed, and she says things to me. She's like, "Do you want this person to say that they're um, trying to snatch your son?" You see, this is related back to you being a distraction or you trying to <laughs> sweat people do you get being manipulated so a lot of women we embody that even right from their bible adam and eve who is the person that they keep reminding deceived adam so you see most of these things people think they are just experts. they are not most of your beliefs are rooted somewhere so me going through that i noticed that i had picked something that it was okay for them not to value my presence in their life, which is not to give me... There's, you know, there's a difference between giving you attention constantly or being intentional with you. And when they are least interested and least intentional, I was, this kind of experiences made me think it was okay for the person to do that to me. And healing taught me that when somebody says that you are not going to be a priority in their life, I'm getting my shit out of there. <laughs> I understand. Uh, yeah, your goals are important. That's all right. But I don't think love is something that should sway you away from who you are supposed to be. To me, love is healing. But it wasn't that before. <laughs> Do you know that? <laughs> I, I think in the last episode, I talked about something. Hmm, that I went to see oh, an older woman that I admire. She's way older than me. Uh, and she was teasing us in the room about, like, boyfriend and girlfriend. You know what I said? I said, nah, I don't have time for boyfriend. And she was like, eh? <laughs> so she tells the other young man that came through that she, she's one, she said she's too busy for boyfriend and you know what that made me think that day because another older man came in and was talking they were all talking about their children dating 
it made me really think that hmm, my environment really shaped us she's so excited about her kids having relationships and boyfriends but i had taken what i had learned all those years that relationships were a distraction they are not good it's a bad thing basically i had i never took off that identity and this experience made me be intentional about not thinking about relationships like that i am all about reparenting yourself questioning your beliefs and for me i'm glad i've been able to do that i don't look at love as a distraction anymore if not is is it do you know like out of all the energies in the world yeah love is the number one for me like it motivates you basically it's good that's kind of to me i feel like that's kind of the energy you want around you people that positive that love you that care about you when you have people that genuinely feel this way about you they want to see you grow they are never going to come between you and your dreams if we're being honest and that's the way me i see things now if i'm dating it is also for me i look at it like now that you have your dream i have my dream which has changed from you complete me <laughs> no nobody completes anybody i know we should think this these were some uh, beliefs we carried from long time ago but no we don't think we don't fuck with that anymore <laughs> so for me it's like love is i have my dream you have your dream and that's beautiful we can cross paths ourselves together in different places we can do things together but then we are still our whole selves with what we love we don't have to like the same things but we respect each other's values and i think it's a beautiful thing now that on the internet there's so much content that are preaching positive energy like good how do i put it good values around these things you see people talk about it like jay shetty there are so many jay shetty is my favorite podcaster he's my favorite former monk slash podcaster do you know something that is funny the first time i came across his content was about love i'm like oh what the fuck is this but <laughs> do you know what healing and all these things yeah it's so fascinating i have how i have changed from the first time i figured out his content and now because i knew that i didn't really like my you see they say that you can't pour from an empty cup yeah you can't give what you don't have basically every content about love is to reshape the shit out of me basically because love also represented weakness it means you are not strong it means you can be easily manipulated see there are so many beliefs that i've had to shed like shed up as a person that i'm so proud of myself today and i know that i'm okay like whatever happens i'm fine and i'm always going to do what's best for me and the journey for healing and love has taught me to trust myself i think that's the most um that's the deepest because let's go back to day dating when my year one then or year two i remember i was dating somebody and i always used to go to people for advice now i really don't if i'm talking to somebody just maybe because i want to hear your perspective 
but I've thought about it a lot. But before I did not, I used to think that everything that came from me was wrong. I didn't know anything. Of course, I didn't know anything, but so did other people. Do you get? But every time I find out that I'm always going to people because when I did the, the work and all, I figured out was because I didn't trust myself. I did not value anything that came from me. I did not trust myself. So now, when I find myself asking anybody about anything, I know I'm avoiding the conversation with myself. I give myself the best advice, if I'm being honest. Like, I enjoy talking to people. People talk to me a lot about things like this. And I, I, I appreciate all of you. Like, you people make me feel like I'm a part of your life, basically. That anything that comes from me has value. And I appreciate every one of you for that. But even me, like, I even have, like, people I still, like, I definitely have people I go to when I want to discuss things like that. Sometimes, yeah, we might be deep in our feelings and we don't have that clarity. And that is what a lot of, that's what community is for. So it's beautiful when you have people that you love like that, that you can share things with. And then one major thing that happened last weekend, I had, like, a rough time. I've been, yeah, and it's all financially related, basically. I'm trying to heal that area of my life, too. There's a lot of healing that's going on there. Hopefully, I'll be able to share it, like, this way I'm talking today. But I was going through um, something, and I couldn't share that with this person that I like it up. And see the way I said that fast. <laughs> anyway, and I know why I couldn't do that. And I told him, I'm like, see, um, thank you, like, for listening to me rant, basically. But there's a reason why it was difficult. I know the reason why it was difficult. You know some of the things that we did not think twice back then, and we shared to people, and their response was very painful and hurtful to us. I remember 2015, I was going through it. I was actually in so much pain. And I told this person, I, it was just, I was upset. I was angry. And this person said, um, you sound so bitter. But there was a day we were talking and then he was like, I'm bitter and all. Do you know that thing? I never left me, basically. Nobody likes a bitter person. Everybody wants you when you're just happy. Nobody wants you when you're sad and all. But for me... I have learned to love myself, happy, sad, anxious, relaxed, grateful, excited about things. And I know that when somebody loves you and has compassion, they are going to love all that sides of you. And there will not be any reason for you to hide, to only show the sides where you're happy or not. And that's what the journey of love has taken. That's how far it's taken me to so if I was to listen <laughs> like it I've learned so much and I'm so proud of myself like it's been a beautiful journey yeah so the journey of love keeps teaching <laughs> teaching me and I'm so grateful for it I remember I was talking to my friend George one day and then I mentioned that I had learned something about love and he asked me what is that and I said, love is acceptance. 
which this journey has also taught me how to redefine what love means to me because I think we all know the um, love languages different things if you are working this journey of trying to be better in all areas of your life I think you're going to come across all these things and the major one was redefining love for me redefining what love meant to me basically and I'm going to list them for one it is total acceptance for me it's safety a a um how do I express it like being seen basically like some you see yourself or someone sees you like you don't you feel um considered yes when someone considers you when someone sees you makes an effort to understand you has compassion these are the things these are some of the things like love means to me total acceptance um accepting you during the times where you are not your best self because they understand i mean that's not an excuse for you to always like be um unpleasant let me put it that way but it's like understanding that i love you regardless i know you're having a rough time basically and that's the way i treat myself whenever i'm having a rough time like last weekend i don't go you're mean or um i don't go like you're stupid you like use harsh words on myself i don't do that anymore which is like a huge development for me i used to be so hard on myself but this whole journey back to myself has taught me love and i can never be more grateful for it i hope that whoever i'm connecting with yes this is another (laughs) thing that love means to me whoever i'm connecting with i hope that me um in your life inspires you to love yourself and accept yourself that you are enough basically because that's how i feel inside me i feel like i am enough even when i'm not my best self there are days (laughs) but i hope that me being in your life makes you want to i don't know love yourself more yeah that's what I'm saying. And then this journey has helped me. You know, I watched a video today and she said that the girl was like, she was doing something and she found herself complimenting herself that she was basically hyping herself in the head. And I'm like, I get you. I get that. Do you know like random times here, yeah, I might just be doing something and my subconscious says, I love you. And I'm grateful for that. Why? When you have lived most of your life as a negative person that is always constantly berating yourself in your head, maybe people are unkind to you outside and then you are unkind to yourself inside. This means a fucking lot to me. And at random times, I speak to myself. My my subconscious speaks to me. I love you, and I reply back, <laughs> I, love, I love you too, basically, and 
that is the kind of energy I'm grateful that I am filled with. Basically, that it's loving energy, positive energy each time. It could be you're doing the best you can. Yes, you are enough. These things have been, I'll say they have been um, <laughs> recorded inside me. Why? Because I've done a lot of work, basically, where I do affirmations. My affirmations wasn't really to tell myself what I wasn't. It was to, I think it was to change my counter thoughts. It was to change what I, like how I used to communicate with myself inside. Like today I was in yoga and stretching. And when I was done, I kind of like zoned out during the meditation. And when I got up, I started saying my, they are no longer on my mirror because I want to do other like four simple affirmations. Like I trust myself, advise myself. I want to do that. But I had like a lot and I started reciting all of them because I remember when I put them in my bathroom mirror, if I'm going to the toilet, whatever I'm doing, I'm seeing it and I'm repeating it. And that is one way to change your mindset. And I do have one on my fridge. It's still there. I am enough. And it's something I plan to do with the apartment. Like have like little actually frame um, affirmations. I have some written on my door, which is I named them for the days, for the hard days, basically, so that I don't forget that. It's to pull myself out of feelings that are not very pleasant. It doesn't mean escaping. It's accepting what you're feeling and moving through it, knowing that you're enough. I really had a hard weekend last. I really had a hard time last weekend, but I'm glad that I was able to talk about it to that person. (laughs) But I'm also happy that I, I, I pulled myself out of it. It it was it was just, you know moments where you are living in the future. <laughs> There's something I posted the other day. I live in the future or the past or the present, basically. In the present, there are no worries, if we are being honest. In the present it's all love and enoughness. But when you are anxious, filled with guilt or regret. Yeah, either living in the past or in the present moment. So for all these things, I'm I'm grateful that I have um done the work. I'm grateful that most of the things that come out for me are filled with love. And love finally, maybe this will be my final one. Love has taught me forgiveness and seeing that we are doing the best we can. This does not mean that we cannot improve. It has also taught me not being entitled. I mean, there's still some areas that we're working on, basically. But I try to remember, remind myself that no one owes you anything. If I continue, I figured out that this particular phrase triggers people. And I'm sorry, but... Okay, there's no buts. I'm sorry it triggers you. And there are other healthy ways of looking at this. No one owes you anything doesn't 
remove responsibility or doing what you feel should be done. Some people think I when I read a new earth by Katoli and he said <laughs> your parents don't owe you anything. I'm like, hey God. <laughs> I mean that one was gut wrenching because if we're being honest, yeah, they don't. I think for me it's changed my perspective. Like it's made me appreciate things more. You know, and really get to the root of why why we do some things. Are you loving people, expecting them to love you back? I'm not saying if you staying in relationships that are one-sided love. Hell no. That is also recognizing you love yourself enough to walk away from people that do not love you or have your best interest. It's also, for me, the core reasons why we do things. It's like the quotes that they say, you don't build, a, you don't plant a tree that you expect to sit under its shades later. I've butchered it, but <laughs> but anyways, like you don't plant a tree that you uh, plan on sitting under its shades for years, like in the future. Hey, God. But what it was trying to say is, you don't do things because of what you get back, basically. You don't, you're not being kind because you're expecting it. It's just, you do things based on who you are. That's what love has taught me of what I've come to learn, that people are doing the best they can. What we can do is show compassion. And compassion doesn't mean you ignore yourself. (laughs) Compassion is also helping you create boundaries. You being compassionate with yourself. So... Maybe I'll stop here. But I am so happy that I could do this episode and share what I was feeling with everybody. I'm all love and softness. That's how I want my life to be. Filled with softness. Whereby, because life is hard. Life is hard. I promise you. I mean, it's hard and it's other things. But you know what I mean? Have you seen inflation? <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, I mean, the world is already tough. There's already a lot going on. And I don't want to be like a vessel for meanness or anger or being uncompassionate or not being compassionate. Let's use that word before we got to rubbish. But anyway... Um, I I hope <laughs> I hope I was able to, to to share something you can relate with on this episode. I'm please I'm trying to go this podcast eh? and <laughs> really share with your favorite people that we repost and follow on Instagram at Time with Rella. Yes, Time with Rella. I am so grateful to have shared this episode with you. I hope you can relate. And if you have something to share too, please. Comment on IG or send me a message at time with Rella. I would be happy to connect with you if you would like to do an episode with me. That would be fantastic. Anyway, thank you for listening. Enjoy your moments. See you next time. 
Hi friends, thank you for listening to this episode. I hope this brought you what you were looking for. Please don't forget to like, share, and leave a review where you listen. And you can find us on Instagram at Time with Rella. See you in the next episode. Enjoy your moments.